At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The new year is the perfect time to start building credit scores. Because when your credit scores increase, your opportunities do too. Like loan approvals and lower interest rates. Chime makes it easier to keep building your credit with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. You can use Credit Builder everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Chime helps you build your credit score safely by using your own money to make everyday purchases and on-time payments. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a $200 qualifying direct deposit. And don't stress, there's no annual fee or credit check required to apply and get started. Start building your credit history and finding new opportunities with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Welcome to the campfire. The only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Darkly Gathers. He called this experience my girlfriend's tattoo changes every morning. And to be honest, it has started to frighten me. Part two, please allow me to tell you his tale. Blood rushes to my ears. WH what? I whisper. My stomach drops. The Shinigami speaks on, its great voice rumbling around my head. The Yakai has taken the form of your partner, Minami. The true Minami remains captive. Behold, a light shines from behind me. I turn and I see that that Shinigami has allowed me to see through the walls. I see my girlfriend, or, or what I thought was my girlfriend, huddled on the bed of our room. And above her, above her, is Minami. There are two of them, one below and one above. The one above is trapped in a crystal. That same substance spread out across the windows and the surfaces of the shelves. Only in much, much greater quantity. She is frozen in the glass-like substance, though her eyes are wide. They dart to mine, full of terror, and the vision through the walls is lost. My head pounds with dismay. What do I do, Shinigami? I cry out loud as the winds whip round and around. What do I do? Let me in, Takuya, the Shinigami replies. Let me in and I shall root her out. Remove the restrictions you have placed upon my entry. And allow me in. I will take care of the rest. And with this, the Shinigami fades back into the mists. The walls reharden and the bathroom returns to the way it was before, with little more than a minuscule burst of plaster from the ceiling. The flame of the candle flickers from white back to orange, then fizzles out entirely, and I become simply a man sitting alone in the dark on his bathroom floor. Minami, I whisper, heart-aching. Terrified, but full of renewed purpose, I rise to a cautious stand and slowly open the door with a creak. 
The hallway is dark. Was it a trick? I can't help but think. Is the Shinigami trying to convince me to just open the doors and let it in? To my left is the bedroom, to my right, the kitchen. I hesitate. Fuck, I don't know what to do. The Shinigami said that I didn't have much time. Why do I trust this monster more than my own girlfriend? I decide to creep to the right. My heartstrings are pulled taut and tight. They beg me to return to the bedroom. But my head urges me on. I head into the kitchen and with shaking hands begin carefully and as quietly as possible removing cups of tea, pouring them down the sink one at a time. What are you doing, Takuya? Minami asks from behind me. Fuck. I blurt out as I drop the cup into the sink with a clatter. Spinning around, Minami stands there in the darkness of the doorway, hands at her sides, watching me. Sweat buds on the back of my neck. I owe the passages, Minami. I think I've found one that's going to work. I'm going to face the Shinigami head on. No more hiding. Takuya, don't be stupid. We just have to hold out for one more day and we'll be safe. This is too dangerous. Just one more day. I let out a quiet, anxious laugh. Sure, yeah, okay. I'll put this stuff back, I guess. Minami watches from the doorway as I return the items. She turns back to the hallway, glancing over her shoulder. Come on, let's get back to the bedroom. Help me barricade it, okay? Of course, I reply, and as she turns I quickly and silently grab up the ceremonial knife from the table, stowing it into my waistband. Minami waits for me to catch up with her and she slips her hand into mine. It feels cold. I have to force myself not to flinch or recoil. What the hell is wrong with me? This is Minami, my girlfriend. This is insane. Should I really trust a monster's word over hers? But the seeds of doubt have been planted. Once in the bedroom, Minami releases me to go to the bathroom. I take this opportunity to glance up at the shadows above the bed, to the place where the Shinigami showed me the crystal. The crystal with the real Minami is trapped inside. I squint, but I can't see it. It's some trick, perhaps. Now that I look, that I really look, it's almost like the little light that the room allows is being bent somehow, concealing an invisible shape. What are you looking at? Minami asks me. My eyes drop to hers. She's staring right at me. I didn't even see her turn around. How did she do that? She didn't even leave my field of vision. My throat has gone death dry. I can feel it crack as I force out my words. Nothing, I reply quietly and unconvincingly. There is a long, strained silence. It stretches, and I can almost hear the threads snap. One by one. She doesn't move, and neither do I. The tension grows. I have to do something, say something before it becomes too much. Minami. She steps towards me, and I take a step in retreat. Her eyes widen. Fuck. The shadows darken and the tension snaps. Her face contorts with frustration and she runs right at me, eyes wide and white and angry. And I panic. I stagger back in alarm and draw the blade from my waistband in a wide and warning arc. Stay back. I shout out loud and she stops at once. All hatred vanished from her face in place of fear. Sadness. She looks me at with eyes full of accusation, of betrayal, and my heart hurts in response. I falter and lower the blade a little. What the hell am I doing? Minami. And the rage returns. For a second, just a split second, I catch a glimpse of something behind her face. Something inhuman, and she rushes me. 
Screaming, I cry out loud with terror as she grips onto me. We crash to the wall and belongings fall from the shelves. I fling her off of me to the chest of drawers and race from the room, slamming the door tight shut behind me. Who are you? I shout through the door. What have you done with Minami? I grab the lampstand in the hall and shove it up against the door. The lamp tumbles to the floor and smashes. I turn and run to the kitchen, kicking away the cups of tea and tearing down the wallpaper that I scrawled the mantra passages all over. I grab up the hammer and start smashing away the barricades on the window. I reach through and grasp the handle, throwing the window wide open. I start hastily pushing away the furniture we stacked against the door. As quickly as I feasibly can as the shadows swim across the walls and up the ceiling like water. I shoot a terrified glance over my shoulder. Though there is only the hallway and shadow. Takuya comes the voice of Minami from the bedroom. Please, help. It's going to kill me. What's going to kill her? I think to myself as I sweat in panic. And whose voice am I hearing? Which Minami? It's all so cruel. Such cruel and dangerous tricks and lies. How could you lie to me, Minami? I shout out in response as I haul away one of the cupboards we'd stacked against the door. I wrote some of the mantra passages directly onto the wall itself. And as there is no wallpaper to tear away here, I start throwing water up against it instead. Soap, desperately scrubbing. I start to wonder if perhaps this was why Minami was so against the use of the mantras. They work on spirits, after all. Not just Shinigami, but shape-shifting yakai too. Perhaps. I hesitate. Should I start reciting one? I look to the door as the walls begin to rumble. I need the Shinigami. I can't risk casting it away. But will the passages also work on the thing in Minami's skin? Your hesitation will be your death, Takuya, whispers a voice just above my head. I look up in alarm to see Minami spread out across the ceiling. Like a spider or a lizard, her neck has turned 180 degrees and her face stares down into the mine. I scream and jump away to the corner of the room. My hands scrabble for the knife, but it's not there. I must have put it down as I was moving the furniture. My eyes scan the room, but I cannot see it. Minami starts to creep across the ceiling towards me in the darkness. I was so close to a perfect transformation. She mutters, her voice sounding less and less like the Minami I know with every word. So close to avoiding detection. Her tongue slithers out from her mouth and licks her teeth in frustration. But that tattoo, that damn tattoo, so difficult to copy. I was close, so, so close, but I just couldn't get it right. I glance at her leg. The tattoo is nothing more than a mess of lines and spirals. Now, the yakai has given up, it would seem. Again, I catch a flicker of the monster behind her face, and she leaps from the ceiling towards me. I jump back a few paces and sprint down the hall to the bedroom, looking up and over the bed, looking in the shadows. But I cannot see the crystal that the Shinigami showed me. I get that same sense that I did before, that there is something concealed here out of sight, that some object of significant mass occupies the empty space, but I just can't see it. I jump up onto the bed and start waving my arms. Minami, I shout out, and my hand connects with something invisible. As it does so, little shards of dust-like crystals start raining down, and the yakai appears from a dark corner, screaming as it wrestles me to the ground with a sharp thud. I was so close. It hisses through Minami's lips, now dry and cracked. Just a little longer. That's all I need, and you will be ripe, Takuya. 
She grips my wrist and pins me to the ground with a sudden flow of strength. Her eyes glow like shards of amber. The crystallization ruins the taste, but I've expended too much effort to quit now. Crystals start appearing from her palms and fingertips. They spread and grow like glue and bind me to the floorboards. It flows like a mist, and little dust-like traces of the crystal start forming on the edges of the bedposts. No, I shout out, bringing a hand up to her face and forcing a thumb into her eye. She shrieks and retracts her hand, and with a burst of force, I can break myself from the crystal shackle, sending shards of the stuff flying out in all directions. I stagger back, avoiding a swiping claw, and retreat rapidly the hallway, back into the kitchen, throwing all the doors closed behind me, as I did before. The walls are shaking with greater fervor now. The sink full of cups is rattling loud. The mist has begun to creep in through the open window. Broken barricade litters the floor. And there, there on the counter is the knife. I rush over and grab it up at once, pushing aside the last of the furniture, and freeing the door to the front door hallway. And I swing it wide open. An icy rush of air billows into the room, and I turn to see Minami standing silently, and furiously in the doorway, her neck cracked to the side at an impossible angle. Her eyes are embers in the darkness, and one is bruised. I hold out the knife in shaking hands. Don't make me hurt you, I mutter, and the yakai spits on the ground, eyes never leaving mine. You don't have the constitution, Takuya. She replies, and with a motion of sickening speed, she darts towards me. My back is pressed up against the wall in terror, and as she rushes forwards, she trips. Her amber eyes go wide in surprise as she stumbles to the floor. Balance lost as she trips over a small dark blur by her feet. A dark blur with one green eye, one blue. She staggers towards me and I sidestep at once, watching as she stumbles right past. Dot 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 and into the waiting arms of the Shinigami. It brings with it the wind and the mist. Around and around the room they go. The Yakai struggles and screams in the Shinigami's grip. How could you do this, Takuya? She screams in Minami's voice, one last desperate trick. A final attempt to win me back to her side. But it is too late. The wings of the Shinigami stretch and ripple and it looks down at me. Extending a ghostly, flickering hand in thanks as the Yakai's cries devolve into an animalist screeching. Minami's skin starts falling away and the horror beneath is gradually revealed. The Shinigami uses one of its fingers to draw a symbol on the Yakai's forehead. A symbol I do not recognize. I will take it from here, Takuya. Your house will be returned to your plane. Once I have removed the Yakai, Minami's prison should become clear. And weak. Thank you. And the Shinigami says no more. It turns with a rush of wind and disappears through the hall. It folds in its wings and flows like water through the open front door. Taking the flailing screaming yakai along with it. And as quickly as the winds arrived, they go. They follow the Shinigami out with a rippling blast, and a now battered picture still hanging on the wall collapses at last to the floor with a crunch. The front door is closed behind the Shinigami, and there is peace. Just like that. Quiet. I stand there for a moment, like an idiot, watching as the cat jumps up onto the table and settles into place. Watching me. Minami. I rush to the bedroom, and there she is just above the bed, embedded in crystal, in plain sight. Minami, I jump up onto the mattress and start bashing and clawing away at the crystal hung impossibly in midair. 
It doesn't take much effort. The crystal crumbles into dust at my touch. And as Minami is gradually freed, she can help in her own rescue attempt. Helping until at last the crystal dissolves into nothing and she falls right into my arms. She cries, then, for a long time. And I hold her. We two, together, in the wreck of our house. Day 17. Within the next hour of that sixth day, our house had been returned to our neighborhood. Looking out the window provided sights of a blue sky, of leaves blowing gently in the breeze, of people going about their days, and of cars driving calmly down the road. We spent the day doing our best to clean our home. Then that evening we went out to get food. Just the two of us, to get out of the house, essentially. We wanted, no, needed a little space. Some distance from the horrors of the past week. Manami has suffered greatly. Six days she spent trapped in that crystal. Six days unable to move, unable to speak, simply watching. Trapped, frozen, I dread to think what she must have seen. It hurts my heart to think of what torture that must have been for her. She is healing though, we both are. And the house is looking better by the day. I don't know how our home became infected exactly. Nor why the Yakai chose to copy and shapeshift into Minami. But these I suppose are mysteries for another day. The cat stuck around, by the way. It purrs against my legs tonight and hops up into my lap as I sit alone in the office. Illuminated only by the dim blue glow of my laptop screen. The glow shines also on the edges of my little wooden kappa. I decided to move it here, onto my desk. It has a crack in its base, unfortunately. One I hadn't noticed before. Damaged in the destruction, most likely. But then again, I didn't actually check the base when I took it out of our suitcase. So I guess it could have been damaged all along or cracked in transit. Ah well, it still looks nice. I reach out and adjust it before returning to my work. It's 2 a.m. Minami fell asleep hours ago. I glance over my shoulder and peer down the hallway. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just to make sure. But she's still sleeping. For sure. So I get back to it. Peering close to the screen. Clicking away. My obsession. I've been looking through old pictures of us, of Minami and I holiday pictures mostly, searching desperately. I began this process on day two, of course, but I've redoubled my efforts. I need to find a picture of her tattoo. Just one, just one good, quality picture. I locate a picture of Minami at the tattoo parlor, squealing with excitement as the artist begins his work. But he has barely started. I find plenty of us at the beach. But her leg is always just ever so slightly tilted away from the camera. Every damn time. Even in the candid shots. I search my phone. 
All the pictures she sent me when she first got the thing were through Snapchat and have now long disappeared. She'll have some on her own phone, surely. She must do. I don't know why I didn't think of this sooner. I'll have a look tomorrow if I'm unsuccessful again tonight. I can work out her passcode. Shouldn't be too difficult. I check through her Facebook, her Instagram, but always. Nothing. Nothing. Because you see, readers, the problem is that whilst everything might be going back to normal, whilst everything is slowly healing, I cannot shake this terrible, lingering doubt. My girlfriend's tattoo is supposedly fixed. Now, back to the way it was. And why wouldn't it be? This is no shapeshifter trying to emulate an intricate design. This is Minami, the girl who got the tattoo herself. The tattoo remains unchanged and permanent on her skin. And yet, and yet I could have sworn that Grey Heron faced the opposite way. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels, and a blessed day. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.